be yourself, eat mushrooms, and uh, fuck a lot. What's more important of all those three things? Mushrooms, because the mushrooms are alien and it'll teach you everything that you need to know because human beings are pieces of shit and we don't know anything. I met Buddha one time and I was eating like seven grams. Oh my daughter, nigga, I went and I flew through this thing and I seen like hella fucking famous ass OG fucking people like Plato, Socrates. I seen them all and, I, and they were like all congratulating me for coming through this like goofy ass little tunnel thing, you know what I mean? Everybody was there, you know what I mean? I, I met Buddha and like Shiva and a bunch of other little cool ass fucking they were giant too, like giant. Did you talk to them? Yeah, I talked to them. I was dealing with problems with my daughter, so and then they told me like that everything was gonna be good. I was all bummed out about my daughter's situation, and I didn't have my daughter at the time, and I didn't know where the fuck she was at. And, like I was gonna kill somebody, and they were like, "Bro, there's nothing you can do about it." Some sort of plant substance was prepared and ingested by a priesthood, who then used the ecstatic experience induced by that plant as the basis for all of their metaphysical and philosophical speculations on the nature of the universe. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Float Universe podcast. It's a pleasure to have you all tonight or uh, in the morning, wherever you're listening to, whatever time it is. Uh, Tonight's guest is somebody interesting that I found, uh, you know, a nice little synchronicity. So I'm always posting stuff. I'm always finding great videos. And I found this, uh, this guy posting videos. Channel 5 was the YouTube, ultimately, I found him on. And then I put him on my Instagram page and people were tagging this gentleman. And then I went to his page and I'm like, oh shit, this guy follows me. So I thought that was a nice synchronicity because it was a really good, um, so basically I let him explain it obviously, but it was a clip of him being interviewed and talking about his mushroom use, which I thought was a a tremendous story that I had a lot of resonance with. So um, I just reached out to him and he was a fan of the page. So I guess uh, it was cool that he was going to come on here and uh, we probably a lot to talk about. So welcome Memo and you can find him at um, L Memo Blaxicano on Instagram at uh, Night of the Blaxican. Uh, he's an underground legend. So welcome. How are you tonight? I'm good. I'm good, brother. How you doing, man? Good. Uh, it's, it's so cool to have. A, I, I, are you a comedian? No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. No, I, I, I throw festivals and stuff. I throw festivals, um, uh, events around the city. L.A. I'm from L.A. So I do like underground events and then also big events too. Like last last uh, couple of weeks ago, we had an event over here at a stadium, uh, the L.A. Galaxy Stadium over here. So I do stuff like that. Old school events though, like old school music, stuff like that, you know. So how would you define old school music? Um, like, um, like, you know, like Soul Train type type music. I get those artists from like back in the day. Like, and I, I, I like that type of music, you know, here in L.A., here in L.A., um, we got a scene of, and we very much still have a lowrider scene and the lowrider scene still very much listens to the old music and, uh, you know, specifically Chicanos and, and black people. And in that scene, we listen to that type of music. So, uh, which by the way, is the best music to listen to on Mushrooms. The Grateful Dead is cool and that's cute, but 
the best music to listen to on uh, on mushrooms is some oldies, man. Can't beat that. Transports you right back in time. So, did you grow up with that music? Or are you a, a younger person who's a fan of the older music? I'm a, so I'm only 25, man. Like I do everything that I do, and I I be doing all the crazy stuff that I do, and I'm only 25. Uh, but um, yeah, my my that's, yeah, that's what it was. I, I went back and looked at your videos. I'm like, wait a minute, this guy's uh, he's you're an old soul in a yeah very young body. Yeah. I realized yeah, like you're in the one of your videos, you're like 19, and you're like. Or no, it was like, uh, you talked about five years, and I did the math, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. He's like either 24 right. or 25. I'm like, oh, shit, he's really a young guy. Right. Yeah, when I started my whole, like, event stuff, I was only 19. Like, I was I was doing all this stuff around the city, and people just was like, you know, I don't know. People always kind of held me to a higher place than kids my age, I guess. I don't know. I, I just always kind of radiated that kind of energy, I guess, that I. Uh, I understand. I understand better. But, um, yeah, and no, I grew up with that kind of music. I grew up with, like, old school music. My dad and my dad was a DJ in the 80s, so he was always about music. I, I didn't realize how much music was in my life until. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, that, that's yeah. where you get it from, your until, dad. Yeah, yeah, my dad. My mom listened to, like, fucking, uh, um, my mom loves Blue Eyes Soul, like, player and fucking, um, I don't even know. I, I just who else? Um, you know, shit like that. She loves all that seventies rock. Like, yeah. So you like to listen to like what's the best song to listen to when you're peaking? Man, that's a hard question, man. Every my playlist changes like month to month, like because every time it seems like when you play songs on on mushrooms, sometimes it, sometimes the song can hit the same way. But sometimes it just hits that one day you're like, fuck, this song. And you can play a song a million times. Uh, man, I played Toto, um, Georgie Porgy one time, like a million times, like literally back to back, like like <laughs> for an entire night. Uh, Player Baby Come Back is like, bro, you can't go wrong. Like, yeah, that's it, a good one. Oh, it's just, just endless loop, that one. Um yeah, all all of those, bro. All, all of that, all of that blue eye soul, and um, even even oldies like like you know like doo wop and and soul and shit. Like those are good, bro. Like, uh, yeah, I love doo wop. I love doo. I've been going through a whole um, like an Italian mob movie, doo wop fifties, that <laughs> kind of stuff. You know, Sinatra, Dean Martin, Jerry right. Dale. A lot right. of those. That's for that's oh the, Dean Martin. Oh, yeah, yeah. I go through phases. I, you probably do too. Yeah, always, always. I, like some t- sometimes I want on the mushroom. I want to listen to just. I want to be transported to the eighties, and I'll just fucking listen to nothing but Duran Duran and like, like, like the Smiths and the Cure, and just, just, just do that. And like, I'm just head banging into my, <laughs> like, to all of that in here. And then some days I, I want to just. I don't know. I mean. Like I said, like a '70s movie. Like I'll be listening to that type of music, but it's never this music from today. Never. It's never this music from the like never. You'll never catch me. Like I will never be sitting here listening to today's music, especially on mushrooms. Like, what do you I'm, think of I'm, What do you think of today's music? Is it? It's. Uh, I have a theory that uh, a lot of the stuff that's commercially pushed is to dumb people down. For sure. Um. Like. Like everything is right now. Like it's to to dumb down the rest of the homo sapien 
on the rest of this planet, bro. Like every all of the stuff that you hear right now is just like mass produced for that. And and anybody who's paying attention for two seconds can see it. Um, like, I, and I and I don't and, and I could tell the difference between the music from back then and the music from right now um, is. Um, I mean, it might have been mass produced too. Like at Duop, there was a lot of people doing it. There was a lot of it. Like it's kind of like the same thing with rap music right now. It was a lot of it. It was it was so many that you can still dig through so much Duop right now because it was making so much of it. And everybody just anybody who had a voice was singing, right? Like kind of like right now, anybody who has a voice was rapping right now. You know, like if you have a you know if you have a microphone in your house, you can do it. Like that was how they was doing it too. But it's something about this music from right now that's just not. Um, I mean, I think you hit it on the head with you know, with the commercialized, like you know, like mainstream. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's more that, and, and it's not to be like a hipster or anything, like or be like, oh, I don't want to because it's mainstream. Literally, it just doesn't, you know, it doesn't resonate the same. It's not. Um, first of all, it's not enough. It's not as much effort as those guys used to put. Man, it was a lot of it was a lot of um, it's a lot of effort and and blood, sweat, and tears and. And uh, yeah, it was it was just a different time. Man. Different well, there's time. you know there's just something to an analog recording the way it sounds versus something that's digitally enhanced and even you know you didn't have the enhancements you didn't have digital you had you know a lot of the stuff you're talking about is vinyl and and recorded like you know with real instruments. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah actually, that's that's what we got. Um, our notoriety from is I used to do events like, and they were house parties when I was like 19, they got super huge because there was like grown people flying in to LA from other States and stuff, trying to come to my event. It's called Night of the Blacksican. If you ever want to look it up, you can look it up and shit. Uh, it's kind of like the LA staple at this point now. Yeah. I looked um, at that. Uh, so you started doing that when you were 19. Yeah. 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 Cause I, I couldn't get in the clubs myself. You know, I was getting sneaked in the clubs by older homies and, I, I, you know, so I, I got tired of it. Me and my homies got tired of it. We had enough friends in our friend group to make a whole like thing by ourselves. So we just said, why not just do it by ourselves? And we did it. And then the grown folks started coming to our shit. Like it was kind of crazy. Like, uh, you know, and then it blew up because we were doing vinyl. That's why I brought that up though, because we were using only vinyl, only vinyl records. Yeah. So. But yeah, there's something to it though. The physical, the physical touch, the grooves in the records, the the pops, the hisses, the uh, even the way it was recorded. For sure. Yeah. I don't know about anywhere else, but here in Southern Cali, like in the in the scene of like Chicanos, um, we it's something about um, you know records. Records is kind of like like Pokemon cards down here, you know, like kind of like card like trading cards, like. If you have, you don't have this one, like somebody will come up to you and be like, damn, but I got this one right here. Like in my hand, I have like, you know, this Smokey Robinson song. I got, you know what I mean? Like I got this certain one. I got this one from this company. Like uh, this one has this certain label on it. Like it's like shiny cards versus like, you know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. like that. And and, and it's, it's dope, man. I, I, I love, I love, um, I What's love been? where I'm from. And I love, I love the culture of the whole thing. You know? And then I ended up just being, pushing it now like i'm i'm kind of like the the face of that that um you know is in la is, is, at least you know right so that's for channel five they were at your event right it was the night of the blacksican is that how you no, say it? He, is was it? At, he was at um he was at the homie dead dead city punk i was at a punk show 
Oh, that's what it was. Like yeah, punk, that's right. It was the punk show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a giant ass punk show. The homies, shout out the homies, Destiny Punk. They threw a fucking giant ass punk show. It was insane, bro. It looked like the end of the world. Like, it was just so many people out there. I've never seen that many people in my life. And, like, it was, like, I, like, like at an underground event, you know, it was like some other shit. Like, I, I can't even explain what it looked like, man. It looked like a goth church. Like, it was so many people just out there in the middle of the dark. It was in the dark. Like, it's crazy. Was that Fireworks pre? Was that pre-COVID? Or Anyways, was that, that dude was walking around, and we just, he, he didn't even know who I am. I, I think he still doesn't know who I am. Like he doesn't. He, he doesn't even. He doesn't even know who I am. Like he just funny. thought you were just a random I, I, I guy to, there. I tried to hit him up and everything. Like and people were like tagging me on the thing and everything. He never hit me up. He still has never hit me up. You hit me up like after you know, but he never hit me up. Well, that was the thing. So, yeah, I saw it and I'm like, well, this is one of the greatest. So not only did they take your story and uh, hopefully you'll tell it. I'm going to play the clip, too, when I edit the podcast. But um, I really resonated (laughs) with your story. And then he had a great um, like cartoon, like he made a cartoon out of your trip. Yeah, yeah. Mike, uh, Mike Metz is a guy out here. He does like animations of like funny shit out here and shit. So, yeah, he he did a little animation for him for it. That was crazy. I had no idea that shit happened. Like, well, that's what's yeah. crazy about it. That's why I wanted to have you on the show because I'm like, this is a good little synchronicity. You follow my account, which I want to ask you about that in a minute. But um, mm-hmm. the fact that you were at a punk show, which I don't know how often you go to shows like that, but you were there. You, you, you weren't at your normal venue. You were on. You got recorded. Everybody yeah. saw you. You got tagged. I, I saw it. The minute somebody tagged you, I'm like, wait a minute. Who's this guy? Because I thought, oh, maybe you're like, yeah. you, you have a pretty good following on Instagram and, I, and, and the videos and you look like, oh, I thought maybe he's like a uh, comedian. But I, then I realized after looking at your videos today, yeah, you put these events together. And uh, you just happened yeah. to be on video talking about a mushroom trip. <laughs> Literally just happened to, just happened. <laughs> I don't even know how that, like, like the, I, I swear to God, sometimes a mushroom just comes out. Like, I don't even, I don't even be trying to talk about it. And just, I'll just bring it up on accident. And then I'll just be stuck talking about it for hours on end like and and uh it's probably this i don't know i don't know, I don't know but yeah the mu- uh, shout out to mushroom for sure <laughs> so how shout many times mushroom. how many times have you done mushrooms man at this point i have no idea man like um uh, i can't even give you a number over 50 over 500 for sure over 500 over 50 uh, like that i mean i i used to do i remember i used to do um i like long time ago when i first found out about mushrooms like i remember i like it would be it would be like a year maybe like before i do it again or like maybe even like i don't know you know what i mean like it would be a long time like um like you know these experiences are kind of so um abnormal abnormal to the to the average um uh person so um and disorienting and you don't know you don't really understand what it is um because nobody's um nobody has been as articulate enough to explain this situation yet because no we have we've only been looking at the psilocybin mushroom for like um i forgot how many years you know it's it's been a really short amount of time that we've been actually looking for and studying you know this situation so um like i you know i'm i'm eating the mushroom and and these experiences happen you kind of just push them off for a while um and do them again whenever the fuck you run into them right but and and 
I, I think, you know, over time, um, I started getting more into, like, I started getting, uh, like, more used to it, um, more used to it, more, um, like, oh, this is, you know, like, like, I kind of, I kind of know, I kind of know what I'm getting into each time now, um, and then you start getting, you could do it more often, like, to the point where, I, at this point, like, I can do them, like, tomorrow today right back to back like i remember i couldn't even do that like you know um eat them back to back like that or um so what's your frequency then like are you doing it once a week every other day every day yeah i try to like um every saturday i try to i try to every saturday um um i might miss a saturday in between or whatever but i'm usually i'm usually i'm doing them every month for sure like i'm eating them every month um it's not a, it's not ever a month in between that I'm not doing them at this point, but it used to be different. It was, it was not as frequent. Um, but I kind of learned how to just kind of learn how to do it. Now, when you, if you want to tell us that story again, it'll be great. But how many, what was the size of the dose that for that story where you went to that, essentially the land of the Titans where it was the Buddha and, and uh, <laughs> all those people. The like Coliseum thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How big you, was that you dose? You want to know that story? You yeah, yeah. Tell me that story. Uh, that was um, seven grams. Um, that's that's my usual dose, seven grams, um, which sounds like a lot to a lot of people because Terrence kind of made people, Terrence McKenna, Terrence kind of made um, people think that the heroic dose was like so much, like the five grams. It's five grams, you know the uh, famous heroic dose but bro seven grams is not that much either i know guys who were doing 30 to 40 grams 50 grams even um you know shout out to clean die um like dude from detroit who was doing that shit like it, that, that's some real human um ingenuity i don't i don't know anybody who was pushing the bounds on co- human cognition like that um you know it's hard to get so that much my little, down my little seven grams Right, 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 right. I, I, when I first heard of him, it was kind of hard um, for me to understand. First of all, I, I blew it off because my homie told me about him, and I just blew it off completely. I'm gonna tell you why too. I'm gonna tell you two reasons why. So when I first found out about Kalindi, I uh, Kalinde or Kalindi, uh, um, uh, they call him Kalinde. But um, when I first found out about him, my homie came over here. I trip with him a lot. My homie Zakel. I tripped with him a lot. Um, so he was telling me that he was like, you got to hear about this dude. He's like, was doing like 30 grams. And this is, this Kalindi was doing 50 grams. Uh, this, we, this was, there was just an old video of him talking about, talking about a 30 gram trip, you know, this, he, he was doing 50 grams and, and above. He was doing way more than that. So, uh, but even 30 grams was like, to me at the time, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? So he was, he was telling me, so he came over here and he told me about this dude. Right. And he's like, yeah, he's a black dude. And he, he's from Detroit, and he's doing, like, these high-dose grams, like, ridiculously high-dose. I was like, first of all, he's black. I'm not listening to shit. <laughs> I'm not <listening laughs> to talking about, bro. I don't listen to none of that. And he's and he, and he 30 grams out of your mind. So, <clears throat> and I'm going to tell you why I say that. Because I've, I've seen a couple videos where, um, you know, I saw black dudes talking about, um, their experiences on DMT or a couple other things like on, on YouTube before I've seen it before. I just did, I just wasn't impressed. I it just, when you, because um, unfortunately some of us like, you know, uh, some black people can't um, 
um, due to the way that we speak sometimes, we don't have, we don't, we don't, um, we don't, we are not as articulate sometimes um, as we need to be. And these experiences are so important to be articulate. You need to be just like Terrence and be well, able to tell people, you need to be able, you know what I'm saying? They're hard to articulate, though, even for, you know, he's a rare one that you can articulate the ineffable and right, incomprehensible. Right. Exactly, exactly. If To even try to even try to fucking uh, downgrade it into this VHS uh, uh, domain we're in right here. Like, it's like it's like down, downloading a Blu-ray disc into, like, a VHS, even trying to explain it to someone on this level but it but you know some people can can do a little bit of justice and Kalindi was one of them terrence was one of them you know um you know um but uh yeah 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 so anyways i i found so i when i when i listened to this guy right i listened to i just to humor my homie i listen I, I listened to them put he put them on and shit and i listened to him and everything this man was saying in this video i listened to about I, I listened to the first video and then I was hooked. I listened to the second video. Like, I've never heard anybody speak about this mushroom in the way that he did, in the way that Kalindi did. Um, I've never heard, like, he, he spoke about it like I do, like an extraterrestrial entity that is communicating with us. That's, that's how Kalindi explains it. It's an extraterrestrial, it's that simple. It's an extraterrestrial, doesn't come from here, it came here. Now it's here. Wants to communicate with us. That's what mushrooms do, anyways. In the wild, they do that to the trees. That's how mushrooms communicate and send nutrients through through the root, through their um, mycelium, through the through the dirt. They already do that already. That's what they do on default. So they like communicating. That's what fungus does. They like communicating to the things around them. So this particular mushroom just likes to just chose to contact intelligent life quote unquote intelligent life that's what that's what this one wants to do you know so it's there's nothing weird about a fungus wanting to speak to anybody that's what they do already they transport nutrients through the bark through the trees they do they talk in trees talk through the mycelium they send nutrients to each other and when a tree gets cut down you can send nutrients to the tree bark and it can stay alive for as long as they can keep sending nutrients they're paypaling and zelling each other through this fucking mycelium gee that's what they do that's what mushrooms like to do they like to be middleman they like talking to everybody so that's what they already do the psilocybin mushroom just 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 cares to do it with us you know oh yeah so let's hear about that uh epic trip <laughs> fucking uh okay so I was having a horrible day, man. Literally a horrible day. I had um so let me give you some context, bro. I'm I'm from LA, right? I'm 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 a mixed kid from LA. Um I got deep roots in the Chicano shit. I got deep roots in, in black culture here. I'm 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 into I'm in the the I'm very uh tied in with the the hood scene, like super gang banging crazy homies I have, you know. I've been back and forth through the whole, like, everything, bro. Everything you could think of in that scenario and think of me, you know. I've been that. Um, and so it's interesting that somebody like me would even have these experiences and be able to articulate myself to explain them. You know what I'm saying? If you understood where I come from, you would really 
that's what people need to listen to and hear me, you know? Well, that's Why another thing. That's, yeah, that's what I found fascinating about you too. It's like, wow, this guy's really articulating this mushroom experience. Mm. And look where he's, you know, look at the, the context of where he's being interviewed, you know? It's like, it was crazy. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm literally a kid from South Central LA who has no business in this. Like, I do, of course, because I know now that I do. And every human being on this planet does. This is Earth 101 shit that everyone should know. But I, I didn't know this before. And, but I'm a kid from South Central L.A. who has nowhere near. I'm not so. Why, why is this kid from South Central L.A. talking about quantum physics and, and Murphy's Law and particle entanglement and all these different things, man? Like all these things that the mushroom told, taught me, you know, over, over the years. Um, you know, that's that's the thing that people should look at. Like, there's no way these kids should be knowing anything about this shit from where I come from, you know? Nobody taught me that at all. Um, but let me get back into the... So the story is this. So I was having a horrible day. Um, I told... I was with my homies I killed. who told me about Kalindi, actually. He was here with his brother. Um, he was here with his brother. Fucking... His brother, annoying, crazy, big, banged out fucking big ass black dude on the couch right just loud obnoxious whole time i love the dude like I don't have no but he was loud and obnoxious think of like baby have you ever seen those the, like any of those like ghetto ass movies where the dude is just, just obnoxious. bro he was obnoxious and we're we're so me and me and the homies are like yeah we tripped together so you know me and him are on the same type of time but his brother was not and he was annoying the hell out of me he was even on the phone like he was on the phone while we're we're tripping, right? We we ate, I ate seven grams. My homie did probably like five, you know. Um, and uh, he ate some too. I think he ate like an eighth. His brother, and his brother's on the couch. He's loud. He's on the phone with some girls, like yelling and talking to him and shit. We're in my living room, and all I can hear is the girl annoying the hell out of me on the phone. I just want to kick everybody out of my house because <laughs> it's annoying me. And. Uh, uh, so I get a knock on the door. Um, mind you, I'm on seven grams too. Um, my phone, my phone that I have right here, I had just bought it from somebody around the corner in Hawthorne. And some dude comes knocking on my door and he says, Hey, like, um, my, my find your iPhone. He just told me that like right here is where my phone is. And I'm, I'm like, damn, like, I, I don't know, bro. Like, I, I didn't, I'm literally, I don't, I literally have his phone in my hand. Bro. I'm like, I, I don't know, bro. Like, I just, I bought, I just bought some phones and like uh, recently. So I feel bad for you, man. Like, I don't know. He's like, ah, oh, well, all right, bro. Like, and then he walks away and, um, you know, he stood there for a bit and like was talking to me for a second and then he walked away and he went into the front. And uh, I have family that stays on this street, on the same street as me. And um, they saw this dude that he didn't leave. He was standing in front of the house. So mind you, this, the, the annoying stuff that was going on in my house is still going on. Uh, so, like, each, each, each annoying thing that I list right here, just put one more tally on, the, on, the, on my Richter scale of just annoyance. Yeah. So, the, so that shit happens, right? Now, dude, I'm on seven grams still. I got mushrooms in my house. Like, shit's going on, you know? I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. This was like, you know, maybe he's... And so I go outside, um, and my 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 family who lives on this block, they call me. And they're like, 
hey, this dude didn't leave. Like, I don't know what you're doing. Like, what's going on? Like, I tell him, like, what happened? I'm like, I don't know. He told me, you know, da, 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 about the phone. And they're like, what the fuck? Like, he's just give him his phone. Like, like before he calls the cops, though, he's sitting out here, like, he's gonna, he might call the cops. I'm like, oh, God. I'm on seven grams, you know? I'm like, God damn. I'm like, I'm, bro, I walk outside. So I, I'm like, all right, fuck. So I walk outside, right? And, um, and, uh, oh, there was a lady coming here, too. Okay, there was a lady coming here. This is all in the, all in about twenty minutes, bro. All of this stuff was happening. There was a lady coming here. She's a therapist. She wanted to talk to me about mushrooms. She wanted to incorporate it in her, in her stuff. And um, I have a separate page, which I followed you on a long time ago, uh, that I do other stuff on that has to do with psychedelics and shit. And she was talking to me on that other page about incorporating that into her practice so she brought her husband but she's a really nice like super nice straight edge white lady from like west la bro like she has nothing to do with over here she came all the way to south <laughs> talking about this shit like she's in the car with her baby and her fucking and her fucking husband and he's all fucking <laughs> and i'm like jesus Christ. so they're outside and like i get the call that they're outside so this dude is standing outside right there right the, he's still outside in front of my house there's this lady pulls up right here the therapist lady the 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 dude is still on the couch fucking annoying the hell out of me on the phone with some some chick uh and, and my homies is right here like damn like and and they weren't making it any better either because they were telling me like when my when my people called me they were like fuck maybe they're gonna call the cops like you should probably just give him his phone like they were telling me that while i'm i'm on seven grams i'm like fuck maybe should i give him his phone like fuck i don't know what the fuck do. like i can barely see right now like fuck so <laughs> So then I walk outside and I talk to the lady, the, the therapist lady. She pulls up with it, you know, and I'll talk to her. I'm like, I can't even talk to you right now. I'm so sorry. Like, you're going to have to come back. Like, I straight up tell her, like, she has to go. Like, I'm like, hey, I can't talk right now about this shit. Like, I, I, you know, I, 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 I let her husband know, like, my bad. You know, it's a lot of shit going on right now. It's real hot right now. Like, they even knew what the fuck that meant. Like, because like, I'm telling you, they're not even from over here. Like, they're just like, what like <laughs> like we came over here to talk to you like about like you know some serious shit and i probably fucked that off anyway i haven't heard from them ever since <laughs> but um so I, I walk out there and I, I tell them that and then they dip they're like all right cool they're like cool about it they're like all right cool no problem no problem like you know and they leave and they dip out so i walk out there to the front because my people are still blowing me up in my in my I don't know if you ever experienced the level of anxiety on mushrooms before. This is insane. It's I'm like called, literally dealing with shit. Back it's back. called set and setting. I never <laughs> ever set myself for that many. That, that's a high for, dose uh, for that many people. Exactly. 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 It's like I broke all psychedelic rules, like all of them right then. I broke them all. Like, uh, like all high stress. Oh yeah, let's do it. High stress. Let's throw high stress in there. Let's throw a immense amount of people back to back. Like, let's keep throwing these situations. Like, it was so crazy. So, and I'm on seven grand, but I'm not like the small shit. So, um, I, I walk out there, and then as I walk out the door. Like everything is glistening. Shit looks like Legos. I don't even know how to explain it. <laughs> Everything's kind of matte and like shiny and glistening. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. So as I'm walking down my, as I attempt to walk down my fucking driveway to get to the, 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 the edge of the corner to see if this dude is still out there, if I need to just give him his fucking phone so that I can, you know, don't get the calls, the cops called on me in my house. Um, and uh, he's not there. 
and my neighbor looks at me and my neighbor comes over and tells me like yeah the dude left so and uh i walk back and as i'm walking back down my driveway i'm like fuck man like jesus christ and um also another thing i haven't seen my daughter man like my daughter was taken from me for three months i didn't have my daughter my uh my daughter's mom just took off with her um uh we have like court set up everything now so everything's good now but at that time we didn't so she was able to do that shit to me so um that was big that was a big thing to me and uh, most people would actually tell you to never do psychedelics on something super severe like that happening to you in your life you know um like like that was probably about as serious as it's ever been in my life where i didn't know where my child was you know i had no contact with my child i had no idea where she was nothing and i had always been in her life like every week so this was completely abnormal, you know, no idea where my, my daughter was. So, um, and as I walk into my house, I walk into my house after all of that shit and I find out that dude left and shit and I walk into my house. I just happen to walk in my house and they're leaving. My homie is leaving with his brother. He's like, oh, we got to go. Whatever the situation was, he was like, I got to go. Somebody called me. I got to get out of here. Like, I got to take my brother. We're going to go over there to my family's house. I'm like, cool, whatever. All right, whatever, man. And I, I And they leave. And I sit down on my couch finally when every, all the fucking, it seemed like the entire world finally just stopped. And I sat down on my couch and, and I just cried, bro. I just fucking sat there and I just, the tears just came down my face and I just finally was able to just breathe. Like, like it felt like I was in a hot, like in a, I was in a shootout or something for like 20 minutes and I just sat, finally was able to fucking sit down and breathe and there was no noise there was nothing you know and i sat down on my couch and i just let the tears flow and as the tears flowed i'm gonna tell you exactly in detail what happened as the tears flowed in my tears you know how when you open your eyes like kind of a little bit and you kind of like like um just enough like i don't know how to explain uh, like you're squinting you squint your eyes i was doing yeah. that with my with the tears in my eyes i could and the streaming began in these tears. And uh, I'm using Terrence's word. Terrence McConnell used to say this, they call it streaming, right? The, the stuff that happens, you know, the stuff when the screen just starts rolling, right? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and the streaming starts beginning. And um, one of the most vivid streaming that I've ever had ever just begins. And I just see all of this stuff that I described in that video where, um, I, I and it was so intense that I, I was like, man, this is like a DMT almost trip. Like I, I was, I was so confused on how I was getting this, um, this frequency from such a, um, like this might be a high dose to most people, but I, in terms of higher doses, I've heard of stories like this in higher doses, but I only did seven grams, you know. But I, I've also learned that it doesn't matter the dosage. It really doesn't, man. Yeah, I totally agree with that. That's the number one mushroom tip is, you know, you can trust the mushrooms to give you what you need, no matter how high or low the dose is actually going to be. Right. I've, I've tripped crazy, tripped, I've tripped super crazy off of an eighth, like before, like, I, I, or even a microdose one time. Like, yeah, I can yeah, remember same. where I was like, God damn, like, you know what I'm saying? So this was one of those where I was like, God damn, like, I cannot believe that this was happening, like, off of seven grand. And um, th- I've never had an experience that intense ever since. Um, I've had many um, times where the streaming was crazy like that, but never, like, where I actually saw this thing and I, I went through this, like, 
Um, a portal or a tunnel? It was like a portal tunnel thing, I guess. Um, very much felt like um, what, what what Joe Rogan and everybody and all of them always talk about on DMT. I've, I've never smoked DMT yet. Um, well, yeah, so, so the that's time. the thing. Yeah, so in my experience with both, especially high-dose mushroom, you can have open-eyed experiences with mushrooms where it's like the DMT realm. So having been to kind of both, it's true. So you basically experience DMT because that's what happens with high level mushrooms is it's they're basically the same DMT and psilocybin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kalindi said yeah, Kalindi said the same thing that these 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 are very similar in molecular structure and everything. Like these are these you can definitely on high dose mushroom trips you can go to the same places and everything. He he, he said that. Yeah, he was always talking about that. The high dose mushroom trip, our DM trip, our DMT trip. But see, you, you you had an experience similar to me. One time, I was on a no fap journey where I didn't jerk off for like ninety days, and at the end of this, I decided to take yeah. acid, and I ended up in this realm of the land of the titans. And it was I went to like a portal, and it was it was like all these. You yours was ascended masters in your story. Yours was like the Buddha, uh-huh. and they were like what were they like they like giants, right? Yeah. So tell me about your story. So you go through the portal and what happens? So hold on one second. Okay. So um, I go through the, I go through this portal. Um, it's, it's like a wormhole portal thing. I don't even really know how to explain it. Um, um, and as I go through, first of all, I'm all over the place. As, when, this, when this streaming happens, I start moving around the room. Like I'm standing up in the middle of the room. I probably look like an insane person. You ever heard Terrence talk about how when you, when you trip and you're just on the top of your head now, and then you're on the fucking door. Like it was one of those where oh, I yeah. was like, I just don't want this stream to stop. I was, I just, I, the, when it started, I just was so, I was like, man, I just don't want this to stop. So I just, I didn't, I didn't open my eyes. I just kept them at that slant and I just kept them like that for the whole time. I just left it like that. And I just kept moving around the room. I was on my knees. I remember I was, I was, I was, I was, yeah, I was on the floor. I was laying flat at one point. I remember standing in the middle of the room on some crazy Jesus shit, like with my hands open. I remember it was a bunch of shit going on, but, um, so I fly through this, this, this tunnel. Right. Um, and when I come out on the other side of it, it's like a Coliseum type thing. Like, um, and, and it was it was like on some spatial stuff. I can't really explain it, but the best way I can say is like college, where it was like seated, where people can sit, and I could see all these people I could recognize because I'm really into history and stuff. Um, because the only this was history and science are the only things I think that really matter. Um, and I, uh, so I could I could I could I saw Plato, Socrates, and all these people that I, I named, um, a Buddha, and and and. Um, all the rest of the people I was naming, I saw those later on in the, at the end of that trip. But, but at the beginning of that trip, I flew through this thing where, and it seemed like everyone was like congratulating me for coming through this, this, um, you know, this thing, like a rite of passage type, type, type trip. Like, I don't even know. And, 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 and yeah, they were kind of like, kind of like a rite of passage. Like, we're so happy that you got here. You finally, like, you made it. Like, you know, you're one of us, you made it to like you you're one of the people who one of the the only ones that got it. you know you got it basically you know like uh, uh, uh and, and when i when i went through that thing um I, I don't remember much after that but i remember for sure um 
remember I told you I had the situation with my daughter going on. Yeah. Um, and somewhere in the somewhere in this trip, I end up seeing these giant this giant blue person, this giant blue Shiva, right? I see this giant blue fucking um 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 you know the people of this the Indian folklore, the fucking the Hindus. And I'm like, oh shit, like they're fucking they're fucking here. They're actually here. They were here the whole fucking time. They really were real. No fucking wonder why these Indians fucking had the whole history of them. You know it's crazy? The Hindus literally have written down they have so much history on these people that you can literally write movies on these people. They do, actually. They do. They write movies on them all the time. But they have so much history on them. Like, not not, not the Hindus in relations to them. Like, they know what they were doing. You know, they know the wars they had with themselves and all this shit. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I could not believe I was in the one of them. And um, anyways, these giant blue people, they're, they're real. They exist somewhere in the multiverse and I ran into them and uh, I ran into, and into Shiva. Uh, I was, I was super into uh, um, Hinduism at the time. So it was kind of fitting that I would run into a Hindu, a Hindu deity like that. Uh, and it, it was giant, giant blue, giant, giant people, giant. And um, just the size of the size of uh, of the sun type thing, and I'm just I'm just a little you know a little person, and um, they it dug its hand into um, space time, took its hand out, and um, like a puddle of space time, it took a puddle of space time in its hand, and I could see this puddle. In this puddle, there was a pit. There was like a it was like me and my daughter. Just me and my daughter. That's all that was in this puddle of space time. And I think what it was trying to tell me was that somewhere in the, at the time I took it as this, it either meant that one day I'm going to have my daughter soon, so don't trip. Or it was trying to say that somewhere in the multiverse, in the endless ways, this, this reality is being put together, that I'm with my daughter in one of them, so don't trip off of this one. You know, that's what I took it as at the time, because I didn't think I was going to get my daughter back. So I just so I I took that as that. And it kind of and um, it kind of put me at ease on the situation. Like, even if I don't have my daughter in this reality, I'll have her in one of I, in one of these in the endless ways you put this situation together. I'm, I'm, I have her in one of them. This might just not be the one that I'm experiencing at the moment. You know, No, I like that. I agree with that. Totally. I think uh, it helped you get out of your own way of of not having enough faith. Now you can have the faith right. of, of understanding that the universe is actually perfect and it's all going to work out. Right. And, and, and the, a common theme throughout that whole trip was just like, um, there's nothing you can do. Just, just relax. Like release. Like, exactly. Exactly. Um, they just wanted you to release. There's nothing you can do. And yeah. And there's nothing. And there's no, yeah, and I finally, that's, I mean, like I told you, the beginning of this trip, I started because I was crying. I, I was, I was sitting here, my big grown ass was sitting here on this couch and I started crying. I just, I just, I didn't know what else to do. There was, it was so much shit going on. I didn't know what to do. I just, I just finally just was like, fuck it, man. Like <laughs> whatever happens now, I'm just gonna, you know, and I just cried. And that's, you know, and, and, and that, and, and I think they appreciated that. I think they appreciated seeing me. Um, um, you know, doing that, you know, uh, 
you know, so, and I always tell people that story because um, a lot of people always say, oh, don't never do mushrooms when you're um, sad or never, never do psychedelics when you're upset about something. And I always tell people that story because most people would have thought that the mushroom would have dragged me to hell with the situation that I had going on, you know, um, and it didn't. It took me down this path of humility, like, you know, it did the complete opposite of what somebody would have thought it would have done. Yeah. Didn't do to me. Yeah, you sometimes know? you sometimes you get the grace, and sometimes if you're usually it's if you're cocky, if you're if you're cocky about the use of the mushrooms, or you're, you know, you go too far too many times. You're, you, you're oh yeah, always always if you're cocky. Always. It's so it's it's a self regulating medicine, which is what I like about it. You can't take too yes. much, you can't take too little. It's always going to give you what you need. A lot of times yeah. the bad trip is just because your ego didn't want to. You know, hey, the ego doesn't want to see that lesson or be taken apart for a couple hours, you know, or, or exactly. have a different perspective on its own mess, you know? So I, I'm so glad, I, you know, I think the mushroom brought us together for you to tell that story. For sure. It did. I, I've been seeing your account. I, it's, it's funny. I never thought we would ever be sitting here talking to each other, but that's how the mushroom works, man. That's literally the mushroom, man. Like this, this extraterrestrial, it knows what it's doing, man. It knows what it's doing. It knows yeah. it's, it's watched us. It it um it has watched us from 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 the grasslands all the way on. It's watched us, you know, become what we are. Um, yeah, and it, it uses us as well, just like all the plants do. For sure, no, it, it, and, it, and it um, the, I always describe to people, you know, venom. Yeah, you know, you know venom was a uh, you know it was a symbiotic relationship between two organisms who. It was the guy, I think his name was Eddie Blake, right? And then, uh, you know, Venom, yeah. which was the, the space group, you know? And this these two things become one organism, become Venom. And, and, and then they become one mind and one organism, and they're working together. And that's how I feel when you, when you consume the mushroom, you become this one organism. And, uh, and, and, and I appreciate everything the mushroom's ever taught me. Um, it's completely turned me from a uh, bumbling human being to a full turned on homo sapien who knows exactly what I am. I know exactly what I am. I know how many, I know exactly what my neighborhood is. I know, um, you know, and I'm talking about um, where I am in the solar system, where I am in the universe, where I am. Um, you so know, did, I, they, did, they, did they cause an awakening or were you already having an awakening and they kind of just help you along i think they kind of confirmed a lot of things i already knew um at the beginning for sure at the beginning it was a lot of like oh fuck like yeah i i am i've always been right about that like you know like that is that's always been i've always thought that anyways you know type shit and um and then later on broke down a lot of different things to me the mushroom taught me about quantum physics about how um this is a simulated situation. Uh, the mushroom broke that down to me. The mushroom broke down to me that um, human beings should probably move off of this planet because this one's not going to be here for much longer. Um, the mushroom broke down many different subjects to me. Um, and I just listened. And I... Um, yeah, that's the key is to be able to listen to them, though. You have an ability to listen. Some people don't hear the mushroom speak. 
but also some people aren't taking seven grams. I think that's a very important part of it, actually, when I think about your situation. If, sure. you're taking, if you're taking five to seven grams every week, every other week, you're definitely in communication much more than I am even because, I, you know, first of all, where do you get that much? For sure. That right. consistently. No, and then, it's, um, it's, um, it, and, it, and the mushroom knows, like, so this thing has been jumping from planet to planet, right? This is, it's, it's, a, it, it's a very efficient way to do so it's very simple the situation is very very simple if anybody ever wants to know i will explain it to them because the mushroom has explained it to me many times many times mushroom will tell you straight up if you ask the mushroom where it's from it'll tell you i'm not from here you know the mushroom will straight go into it it's been jumping from planet to planet through asteroids and everything just just like everything else there is no such thing as terrestrial um material you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything that is from a planet is from outer space. We're in space right now. All of the water that is from Earth comes from where? From asteroids and meteorites and everything. It's nothing that is here is from here. There's no such thing as here. This is just this is just a glob of dust that collected together with all the rest of the bullshit that's been throwing itself together since the beginning of time. It's just a big dusty mess that's all is going on and the mushroom the mushroom knows that and it, and it can experience real time it, ex- it understands things differently than you and i we're a very primitive uh group of primates we've only been here for two hundred thousand years we don't understand much at all um because of the way that we have um the way that we have started to make ourselves we've done it to ourselves um not us, not you and I, but the people that are in power over this planet, they understand what's going on, but they purposely have made the situation this way so that the rest of the people, if, if you don't know that you're a homo sapien and you think that you're, that you were made by God and, and you are uh, a special creation from a, a supreme being who cared about you and you're uh, on a flat planet that um, is rotating around the sun, then I can, I can tell you anything because you don't know who you are. So I can tell you who you are, right? Yeah. If you don't know who you are, I can tell you who you are. I can straight up tell you what you're supposed to be doing and what your existence means and what's the best way to do whatever. But nobody on this fucking planet is even close. To quote Terrence, the mushroom said, nobody, nobody knows jack shit. No one. Not the Buddhist, not nobody. Nobody's close. No one. Nobody's even close. Oh, that's an no. interesting thought that nobody's close. I guess, are you, but the thing is, okay, if nobody's close outside the psychedelic experience, does, is the psychedelic experience even close itself then? Because a lot of psychedelic experiences are reported to be equal uh, to like somebody who's a very, you know, experienced deep meditator. Like, mm-hmm. the out, you know, it's sort of me like, I mean. I think, I think we have a, I think the mushroom is a, is in is a tool is a tool that's been it it is a first of all it it is a it is an organism itself but it's like we have this it's like we've been dropped off with this giant alien machine or a bike like think of it like a alien bike and some people are just jumping on this bike and just nobody knows what the speed it's on nobody knows like for instance, I'm going to tell you the experience that I had with the mushroom, and I'll explain these experiences to you. That I, I've done so much research on this, bro. It's ridiculous, and I've done it with my own body, with my own self. Once, okay, so I had I had a trip here, 
That was seven grams at my house, right? I told you about seven grams here. Then I had a trip, seven grams out outside. I went hiking with my friend. I went running and um, we went hiking. I was on seven grams. Same seven grams, same strain, same everything. On this experience outside, the mushroom knew not to give me the visuals, but to help me see farther, which is something that's crazy. It's crazy to say that, but, but you can. If you, if you on, on a certain level of mushrooms, and, and I'm pretty sure on, on uh, you can see farther. So you can see farther, you can run fast, uh, stamina is not an issue. Um, almost like the mushroom has a sport mode. You know what I'm saying? I, I definitely agree with that, especially the, the visual acuity is how Terrence McKenna, McKenna talks about it. It gives you a, a heightened level of visual acuity for sure. Yeah, the Mexica, the Mexica um, who um, everybody calls the Aztecs, but their name was the Mexica. The Mexica people, they used to eat these mushrooms and they would, be, they would hunt on them. And I used to be so confused on how, how the fuck are they tripping and hunting <laughs> at the same time until I had these experiences outside um, where I noticed the mushrooms switching into this other gear, literally, literally having a different mode for out, outdoor and like active activity. Like I was like, man, this is something else, bro. This is literally the mushroom has, it's like we're on this 10 speed bike from space and nobody knows what these gears do. Nobody knows what gear we're in when we're on it. Nobody knows anything about it because we just barely found it, you know? Oh yeah. Relatively speaking, what is it? Gordon Wasson and uh, Maria Sabina. It's like 70 years, 80 years. Um, we've That's actively... so small amount of time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, relatively exactly. speaking. I mean, yeah, humans in general you know have many... been, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, how many, like literally how many other mushrooms, how many other psilocybin mushroom species are probably out there that we have not even found yet because we've only been looking for 70 years. That's a small amount of time, man. So we're well, looking you know, for something. Just entering in the mushroom field myself over the past five or six years deeply, I realized, holy crap, there's a lot of, it's, it's more than liberty caps out there. There's so many strains of psilocybin producing mushrooms. It's, uh, you're right, it's not even funny. And we probably haven't found even close to what's out there. Literally. And, you know, and these, these, like I said, the mushroom is a, um, it's told me many times, you know, that it's a, it's a, but it taught me that, you know, stop calling yourself a human. You, the, the word human, has been used to dehumanize, dehumanize, dehumanize the human, has to take the human being out of the animal kingdom, out of the universe, right? The word human has been used to give other humans this sort of hierarchy over the rest of um, the situation here, right? Well, here we are, the humans all alone in this fucking universe made for us, sitting here waiting for whoever the fuck is supposed to come and get us because I'm from fucking universe school, whatever. And that's not what's happening, bro. Like the, at all. We just happen. We're a, we're a group of primates, very simple situation happened here. Um, we're, we're related to a bunch of other people that are here, a bunch of other primates that are here. Um, uh, the bonobos, the, and, and the chimpanzee and a couple other guys that are still fucking here. Our cousins are still here. I don't know why motherfuckers try to act like, 
you know, are, we're not, we're literally related to people that are still here, to, to other organisms that are still here. Um, other primates, should I say. So, <clears throat> and there was a lot of us here, and now there's, there's only a, a, a few of us here. There was a lot of us here, though, and some of them were here for so long, man. And you and I are homo sapiens. You and I are, um, you know, we're homo sapiens sapiens. That's what they call us. That is what I am. And it's important for me to know that because I, I'm a homo sapiens sapien. I breathe a certain type of air. I drink a certain type of water. I will die with certain fumes. I will die with certain chemicals being ingested. It's important to know what you are. Um, and, and people try to make it very light um, uh, on that situation, but it's not. It's it's very important when we become um, uh, multiplanetary. This this situation will be very important because motherfuckers are not going to want to walk into a room full of uh, carbon monoxide. Um, um, you, you're you're going to need to tell other organisms that we run into. Hey, I'm a Homo sapien from Earth. I can't breathe this type of air. I need this type of water. It's got to have this type of minerals in it. I'll die if it's got too much of this. You know what I mean? It's important. Um, I'll come from this lineage of primates. Da, 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 da. If you need to fucking uh, figure out uh, anything else that on your planet that might might harm me, you know, here's my my family tree of you know. Yeah, like a like a vet, you know, like uh, you know, the right treatment on the yeah, if you're on on planet. On, for sure, if you're on a, if you're on a different planet, you definitely need to go to the vet because they'll know they'll know not the doctor. <laughs> Exactly. The won't know what to do. But but um there was there was other there was many of us here though. There was there did you know that there was a there was a, one of our cousins that was here who actually was the true ruler of Earth. I call them the true rulers of Earth, bro, because we've only been here for two hundred thousand years. That's two fucking seconds, bro. Literally two seconds. And everything that you think of as um as human life, like 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 human history like ancient egypt and everything like that and rome and all that all of that stuff uh, and mesopotamia all the way you we can go all as far as back as you want mesopotamia uh, the sumerians as far as you want to go back that all happened in the last eight thousand seven thousand years two hundred thousand years we didn't do any of that the last eight thousand years boom um and then there there was other people here like i said who were here way longer than we we have even existed. So who are those people? Homo erectus was here for 2.5 million years, bro. You know that human human beings will never, ever reach that amount of time. Because they're, you know, it's hilarious. We've only been here for 200,000 years. We've already got a doomsday clock already pointing almost to the fucking hour, almost to to, to 12 o'clock. It's insane. We've just got here. And we already are saying we're almost we're almost out of here. Um, well, you know it's really insane. Yeah, no, you're talking about the recorded history five, six, seven, five thousand years, something like that. Yeah, that's what's really crazy when you know it's longer than that. And what happened prior to what happened that we lost memory? Was it Lemuria or Atlantis? Do you believe in that? So two point five million years. So so. Homo erectus lived here for two point five million years, bro. These are the these are humans. These are the real humans of Earth. They lived here that long. They lived here longer than any other human species. These were people. They didn't look like you and me. They looked kind of like us, kind of in the middle of us, and 
um, people call them proto-humans. I don't like that word because that, that's like the meaning kind of sounds like, um, you know, we're the humans and they're the prototype of the human. Like, nigga, get out of here. We, we, we are not the... We are not the we are not the end of this evolution train. We're not even close to it. Um, to think that this is the last form that uh, the primate um, lineage is going to take, like us is the last thing, and then we're just gonna keep uh, being futuristic human things. We're gonna just put on more clothes and shit, and we're not gonna change as a species. Is insane. Every species on this planet is never ending, changing. There is no such thing as a uh, we are the same thing from the beginning. You understand? We mm-hmm. are still the microbes from the beginning. This is just what it is now. Yeah, but it's just organized. Guys, yeah. Exactly. Those guys were here for 2.5 million years. And my good friend on mushrooms, me and my friend were in here on mushrooms on seven grams, just trashing my living room. And I was just going off one night about homo erectus and 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 the many humans that used to live on this planet humans man they were human beings they lived here and they breathed air like we didn't we did they probably spoke they probably lit they loved each other they had children was a homo erectus child not a child was a homo erectus in love not in love was a homo erectus not a human being Homo erectus was a human being and they were here for longer than you and I will ever, 10 times longer than human beings have even existed. We have not even existed. We haven't even existed 10 times less than they have even, they, they existed 10 times longer than we even existed here. You don't think those were cavemen? They were here. I think the term cavemen is misleading. I think these terms like cavemen and proto-human are misleading. Like these people weren't fucking dumb. They weren't dumb. You think Homo erectus was here? For, we've been here for two hundred thousand years, and we we know what we know, and the natives that we speak to, they know what they know. You think those people were here for two point a million? You know how long? Well, you know though that, that sounds like a fractal to me though. You know, kind of like how a fractal would work, and it gets to a finer point. To a finer point, you've got two point five million years, and you've got like two hundred to two hundred fifty thousand years where we're at now. And then what's the, the next point of the fractal? I mean, that's just a way of looking at it because the thing yeah. is, yeah, what we're taught is, and I'm looking at the skulls here and I'm like, oh yeah, this is the typical caveman. Cause I'm like, what does homo erectus look like? I had to, I forgot about it. Yeah. Uh, I just looked up as we're talking. I'm like, oh, okay. This is like the typical, like the true, you know, the big brow, the caveman. The big, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm totally with you. Um, I, I'm a big believer in ancient civilizations that had technology far beyond, far beyond anything we have and in the past 200,000 years. Two, 2.5 million years is so long, bro. Oh, no, I know. It's, yeah. It's, no, you know, hum, humans, modern humans will never even grasp what a million years looks like, man. That 2.5 million years is so long that you could lose a million years. Like we could literally just lose a million years on that time, and just still you wouldn't even be able to grasp that they were here by themselves for two point five million years, two and a half million years. You know how long bro, alien civilization could have came down for a million year, a million, a yeah. million years, bro, and just took <laughs> over and left, and left, and left, and and we still would be like not even know that that happened. That's how long that they were here, bro. You know how much weird shit they probably saw? You know how much weird... 2.5 million years they were just here on this planet by themselves? I think about them almost every single day. I think about what they what it must have been like to be here 
just just here, just here, and just and everything is just is just what you know. And and I know that they weren't dumb. I know that they I know that they knew what was going on, and I know they knew not to do this. What we've done with this planet. Do you think they had they a, Do you think they had a culture and a, and a language and a for sure technology? Most, most, most primates, most primates above above the chimpanzee and the bonobos and everybody else, going backwards, most most of the primates that were in our uh, lineage, Homo, they did have they had cultures. Most of them did. Neanderthals had culture. They had uh, a lot of different. They had these. You know, they they wore clothes. They they buried their dead. They had these rituals. You know, the Homo erectus buried their dead. They had tools. This is this is um, these are human beings. They lived and they breathed and they thought and they loved and they had children and they were humans, you know, and they were here for longer than we will ever be here. Cause I think humans got a, maybe a, maybe a couple hundred years left to be honest at this rate. But, um, uh, that's just me being cynical. I think we have a couple hundred thousand years. This, but, but I'm well, yeah, well, cynical. it's interesting to think about all these things. Now I'm going to think about Homo erectus all the time. Now, next time I go to the mushroom, I'm going to ask him about, Homo erectus, because I, I tell you, you look at the yeah, Homo erectus skull versus yeah. the sapien skull, and it's much, it's, it's, it's not much smaller, but it's considerably smaller. So it's like smaller brain, lower yeah. intelligence is the basic equation, usually. Sometimes, some, sometimes, I, 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 but I, I think, I think, um, I, I think what, what is intelligent, what is, what is, do we, us humans think that because we are we are able to articulate ourselves in the way that we do, sometimes we think of ourselves very highly of ourselves because we're able to make cars, we make these buildings, we do the things that we do. There is a there is a people in Africa called the Dogon tribe. Many people came to the bush in Africa and tried to tell these people in the bush to come out of the bush. Hey, Dogon tribe people. We, uh, the Dogon and the Sun people, these two people that are older than all of the human beings on this planet, older than all races of people that you can think of, older than Asian people, older than, you know how old you have to be to be older than all the races of people on the planet? That's old, man. That means these people never left. When everybody left Africa and migrated out of Africa, these people stayed right there in the bush. That means these people saw the rise of Egypt. They saw the rise of Rome. They saw everything. They saw everybody do everything, and they still decided to stay in the bush. They literally, everybody came down there and told them what's going on in the world, and they still were like, yeah, we know. We know what you guys are doing. We see everything. We're not blind. We know what's going on. We see, And everybody's, like, coming down there, like, hey, Dogon people, we need to, you guys need to get out the bush. There's, like, hella shit to be doing. Like, we can... We can like industrialize this whole situation. It's like we can get you out of these huts. Like, like we're good in these huts. We're fine. There's not. There's nothing wrong. You guys can keep doing that weird shit over there. You guys can keep. We know what happens after after you do that. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's almost like the Dogon and the San have been instructed otherwise. You know, like let them do that weird shit. Let them blow themselves to smithereens. That's what happens at the end. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. and they're still there to this day. The Dogon and the San people, and they're still there in the, in the bush to this day. Refuse to leave. Refuse, refuse to leave. Almost like the Amazon, uh, the Amazonians who live in the, in the Amazon. They know exactly what's going on, uh, and they're like, we're good, bro. We're good. 
we we see you guys do that. We know we saw Egypt. We see everything. We're good. We're gonna, we're fine here. Um, not because we're dumb, but because we know what happens. You know, we know what happens after that. You know. Oh yeah. Now I was looking at your Instagram earlier. I saw that you were doing. I don't know if you actually started to do it, but you were looking for help filming a mini doc on magic mushrooms. Did you ever get to do that? No, I I, uh, I got some people that wanted to do it with me. I just I just wanted to find the perfect like. Uh, it's really just me. Like I really just wanted to find the perfect camera dude who I really like, like could sit down and talk to because I'm kind of like a I'm kind of like a character man. So like so certain people are kind of like put off like if you if you die like you know like I don't know like certain people you know. So I I, I just wanted to find a guy who. Or somebody who could, you know, really just kind of mess with me on that, and just I feel comfortable recording my stories, and I, was, I got tons of them, you know, and and I, you know, cause I do this stuff, you know, a lot. So I, I, every single way you could think of doing the mushroom, I've done it. So I, I got all these different ways, of, and I can tell you other people. I got the crazy, the crazy part that I wanted to do in that documentary was tell the history of, first of all, tell the history of where the original teachings of this mushroom come from which is from brown people then transported to the white pop culture a, a, a brown woman of color a brown woman of color old ass fucking mexican lady yeah old ass lady so when i when i hear people that are my age they'll be like oh hell no, i can never and i'm like bro an old ass lady is was sitting there with her old ass homegirls on mushrooms <laughs> you know what i'm saying come on bro if she could do it she was old as hell, man. She was sitting there with her old-ass homegirls, and they would sit in that fucking circle. They would do their fucking thing, man. Come on. So, you know, it's not, it's, it's, it's not what you think. So, um, but, uh, but that, and then I also wanted to tell the story of mushrooms that's going on in L.A. Like, this, the, the underground scene of, I, I have homies that are straight-up crazy gang member tattoos all over their face and head and shit and i've took them on the craziest trips of their lives it's completely um um you know these are these are the sides of this is the side of psychedelics we don't hear this is the side of psychedelics um, this is the side of psychedelics that we haven't heard you know well this is um, no that's why i wanted to talk to you these are the things i want to hear about because when i looked at your what you were doing i'm like wait a minute this guy's doing mushrooms i'm sure he's putting all these other people onto him and if he hasn't already he's doing it now by by virtue of you know like just talking about it but when i look at the the, the events you're putting on and I, I think about you doing mushrooms i think about like terrence mckenna and the archaic uh, revival and how people were doing these things you know thousands of years ago in group and orgiastic settings and so I think about like, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe I don't know if they're doing it now, but eventually these things are going to spread deeper into um, places they haven't been before, particularly like South Central L.A. And the, I mean, I don't know, maybe the mushroom's always been a thing yeah. in the hood. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not in the hood. I'm not in L.A. But uh, I mean, how long have you been doing it's, mushrooms? It's always, in the hood? I think I think mushrooms has always been a thing um, because it's always been ours. But we have. Um, black black and brown people got this weird um first of all the entire thing about drugs right the entire yeah i agree um, the stigma. right the whole scope of that the stigma on drugs on and with, with black and brown people um we kind of listen to the um you know we just kind of listen to the narrative on that situation and kind of just believed it and plus 
uh, when that information got here, all the hippies were mostly white boys from 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 here, and they kind of like they trickled it down to themselves. Um, it was still kind of weird to to a lot of other people. Other than, if you were like Jimi Hendrix or maybe some of the other guys that were over there in that scene, but but there was a whole you know there was a whole different scene for that. That was like a hippie-ish thing, right? Um, unfortunately that became like its own like pop culture type thing i don't i don't even like that scene at all um because i think it's a misleading super misleading to what this technology is like the hippie scene um has gravitated towards the cute part of mushrooms the um love and um all of this like you know yeah which is um um the default, the default um, stuff that the mushroom can do, like get you out of depression, um, uh, you know, just just regular stuff that the mushroom can do on default, because because the mushroom just kind of shows people how how um, on a grand scale of things how small your issue is. So that that usually just happens like that. Yeah, um, perspective. So, so that's kind of that's kind of like the hippie movement is that, which is nothing wrong with that. But that's that's what they really focus on all all the time is that. And I am like Kalindi. I'm like him. Where and I had never heard anybody before him speak about it like me. Where I'm not doing this for medicine, which is which is crazy because most people try to push when they push when people try to push drugs back into. Um, people's people's in, into the public right they usually try to go for that angle of medicine medicinal use right yeah that's how we, we try to push that back into people um yeah let's let's like this is gonna help us like like maybe maybe it doesn't fucking have to help us bro like this, this doesn't have to do with human life this doesn't have to do with regular everyday mediocre human life maybe this is not you know what this is about like um i don't need to um integrate this into your mediocre human existence sometimes maybe like no this is not uh so this so kalindi had the this is the first time i heard somebody say i i do the mushroom for exploration like i'm exploring i'm i'm not i'm not doing this from to do it i'm not trying to tell you how to do it in that way you know um uh, i'm doing it for exploration and that's that's what i do it for and, and that kind of took my mind, yeah, that took my mind off of, because I used to be super hard on myself, too, um, because I really got into the traditional ways of doing it. Like, I started reading into the, how the Mexica used to do them and how, the, how, you know, how different natives were doing these mushrooms and even a couple of African tribes. So I, I, I really started beating myself up for doing mushrooms certain ways, like taking them back to back sometimes or doing them like, like the Mexica used to do them once a month, for, uh, for example. And I, so I used to beat myself up every time I would do them more than once a month. And then, then I ran into guys like Kalindi who were doing like, no, fuck that. Like we're doing it. We're just trying to figure out what this thing is and we're doing it for exploration. So as long as we are pure of heart in what we're doing and we know what we're, um, the mushroom knows the difference, man. You can't, you can't, you can't, yeah, you, you're right. You're really right. You can't fake the funk with the mushroom. With the, know with, your intentions. Yep. The mushroom will know your intentions straight up. Um, and that's, that's usually how that's going to go. If, if, if you, you know, if you want some disrespectful shit, expect to, to get disrespected. And if you're, you know what I mean? You know, you know what you're doing. So, 
like I, I one time um this guy came to my house right completely unraveled this man i i won't name him and i won't say exactly what happened but this guy came to my house long story short we find out in the middle of this trip that we're having with him i have a good friend um and he came over here and i've tripped with him many times this is one of my best friends who i've tripped with for many years we, we one time me and him we me and him this is like so good friend that me and him went to the bay together searching for mushrooms in the middle of the fucking in the middle of the uh the forest together one day we we had one day we walked the entire la river underneath the la river we walked the entire la river on acid tabs i don't do acid anymore but we were taking so much tabs we walked the entire la river from la to long beach you can look that up later how long that is and that's a far distance we walked the entire la river um and and then after that trip we were like we need to go right now and go to the bay and find these mushrooms like we need to go to oakland and go physically go find them and we're gonna bag them up and we're gonna come back i don't know what we were thinking like we're mycologists and we even know what they look like so we were so we went up there we, we did our little research that we could we stopped by a bookstore tried to look for like you know we, we went up there together and stuff shit so me and him we went up there and we i had one of the most prolific um the second that was the first time i ever had a a true mushroom trip was up there in the bay um where i everything just was different. I completely knew that I had been doing it wrong the entire time. Prior to this experience, I think I had been doing mushrooms with like tons of homies in the house, like in the living room, um, party setting, completely wrong. Everything wrong that, that you would do on mushrooms. I, we used to do it like that. We used to have a party. We were having a party and people, it's no wonder why sometimes somebody would have like a whole breakdown later. Like we have to take this person home. Like, you know, some people are having the time of their lives. Some people are over here doing whatever, you know what I'm saying? Cause we had no idea what we're doing at all. But prior to that, that's how we used to do them. And I went to the Bay and on the top of this mountain in Berkeley, um, I, I had this prolific experience. Um, um, probably this other sick, the second sickest um, trip I've ever had. Uh, where I, we got in contact with these trees that were by us in this forest. We were talking to the wind. It was a, it was a bunch of shit going on. The moon. It was it was first time all first time for all of that. First first contact with all these different things going on. Um, but I said that story to say I went with that homie that I went and did that with. Um, he brought a friend of my house here, so I trust him. Right? I, I said all of that to tell you, I trust this guy that I that he brought because he he brought somebody to my house but i trust him because i've i've tripped with him many times before a very experienced very experienced tripper this me and this guy you know we've done this before together so i i don't even have to watch him i don't have to do anything he, he and i are good but he brought somebody to my house and um i know this guy too he's a friend of his and uh this this guy he ends up telling us like halfway through this trip that he almost killed himself earlier like earlier he was having like these suicidal thoughts on the freeway and he wanted to like throw himself off the freeway. And man, bro, after he went into this, this thing, he just started unraveling in front of us. Like just literally like he, he came over here. We tripped together. We all took these mushrooms together. Um, he sat here willingly came in here with us, wanted to trip with us. 
and um, you know, and ended up just going. I've never seen somebody go like ballistic like that, just lose his mind like that. He was fine after it, it after it came after he came through, but uh, you know, he was he was going through it, and I say that to say. You can't lie to the mushroom man. <laughs> I don't know why, like he lied to us, because like you're gonna be in there with the mushroom, bro. Not me. I'm not gonna be in there. You're gonna be in there, like, <laughs> like I, you can lie to me, bro, all day. You're good. You're fine. You can do it, like. But <laughs> at the end of the day, you're, it's gonna be you and the mushroom in there. And if you lie, and the mushroom gonna beat your ass, not my ass. Like I'm, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, his ego needed that. Yeah, yeah, it did for sure. He came, he came out of a lot of things. He came out to us about a lot of things, and he just needed to get a lot of it out of his his system, you know. And uh, you know, I haven't seen him since, but Domi said that he was good after that. But you know, you can't lie to the mushroom man. You can't. You know. That's right. You got to have that set and setting. Well, uh, yeah. it's been a great interview. Um, Almost an hour and a half. I cannot believe we got an hour and a half out of uh, uh, a one-minute Channel 5 clip. <laughs> You're an expert, man. You're an expert. I love it. Oh, man. I, 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 I mean, I'm just a child of the mushroom, man. I'm just a child of the mushroom. You really are. Just, the mushroom's chosen you, by the way. Uh, it chooses people. I feel like it's chosen you. Yeah, I'm just a homo sapien on, on the third planet from the sun. The third planet... <laughs> pale blue dot regular mediocre solar system mediocre sun dim lit barely lit sun not even that crazy situation just primate on the third planet from the sun man and i'm just trying to figure it out just like everybody else but you know the mushroom kind of helped me um kind of helped me put things into perspective kind of know who i am and what i am and, and what's been happening on this planet for the last um Oh, that's what I wanted to tell you before we go about the Dogon people. And you need to look this up for yourself. Um, you were asking me earlier, what do you think happened? Why human beings are the way that we are now, right? Mm-hmm. The Dogon tribe. So basically, many, many human beings, after everybody left Africa, they started doing their own thing, right? We even turned into different, we even have different phenotypes now, right? Uh, people are white, people are Asian looking, people are whatever, you know? Now that we look different, we, we've been on different paths for a while. Um, there's a few people who have just stayed on the same path from the beginning. And those people are the Dogon and the Song people. And even the, um, the people from Australia, the Aborigines, who are also related to those people. Uh, the Dogon and the Sun, because they they didn't they left Africa when everybody left Africa, and they didn't run into anyone else. They didn't mix in with anyone else. They went straight to Australia when there was a land bridge and islands in, in in the middle, and they stayed and they got stuck on Australia. And they're the same people that left Africa. They have not changed. So if you want to see what a human being looked like at the beginning, look at the Aborigines. They look like everybody put together. Have you ever seen the Aborigines from Africa from Australia? Yeah, yeah. It looked like Samoan people mixed with black people mixed with white people mixed yeah, with the, a little bit of it looked everything. like everyone. It looked like everyone, literally. And 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 that's what we looked like. So and they're the same people from, from when we started. And so the Dogon people they have um there's a thing that there's a star, um the Sirius Star uh system. The Sirius Star system. Have you heard this story? 
about the Dogon people and the Sirius star system? It's been a while. Okay. So the Dogon people are from Africa. They're bush people, have no telescopes, no microscopes, no, no formal form of, uh, no technology of that sort. Still to this day are in the bush. No, have no, they, they don't want, they don't even have any need for that. These people knew where this star system was and they knew how many stars they knew there was a planet in this system. They knew about this solar system, right? They knew about this, 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 this um, star system. They knew that there was more than one star there. And when, when scientists went and they looked where the Dogon told them to look, they found this star system and they found these stars and they found this, this, these celestial bodies that this, the Dogon people who have no telescopes have been talking about from the beginning of their history. Um, and the Dogon told the scientists, because the, the scientists, right, the scientists are like, okay, you African fucking bush people, where the f- how the fuck did you know that these things were here in the star system that you can't even see from the naked eye? You can't see this system. You can only see the Sirius star. You can't see what, how many stars are in that system. You can't see what's going on in that, and, if, unless you had the technology to. And the, and the uh, Dogon said, that long time ago, and this is where it gets funny. This is where it gets interesting, bro. Because who are these stories from? Are these stories really from the Dogon? Or are these stories from humans that we call proto-humans, like the the Homo erectus and people who were here long enough to find to see some weird shit like this? So, um, the Dogon said to the scientists that the people from the Sirius star system came down. They came and they came here a long time ago, and they told everybody about it. They told they told us what the they told us about the outer planets. The Dogon knew about Saturn. They knew about all of the dip. They knew about every outer planet up to Saturn in our solar system, and they shouldn't have known. They didn't have the technology to know. They have they have pictures of cellular reproduction. Um, on their, they had, they had a, they had a, the Dogon had no written language, but they had pictograms and they had, they had um, a vivid language like that. So they had written all these things down. You can see it all right now if you look it up. Um, and they, they told these scientists that. And to this day, they still cannot explain how these, these Bush African people knew about this star system and these planets and all this stuff that's in it. Like I said, they told they told the scientists that the people from that planet in the Sirius star system came here, and aquatic people that look kind of like mermaids. It's not a weird thing at all because um, uh, the Sumerians had a similar story about um, uh, about a, a aquatic people who had a fish body below and a human body at the top looked like. Um, it's very common actually at that time in history. Um, and as a matter of fact, in that in the uh, Sumerian um, thing, it's uh, the people that were uh, the aquatic people were called the, the Dagon, the, the Dagon people. Um, so you can kind of you can kind of see how that that's kind of weird. Um, so basically, I said that story to say, first of all, who the Dogon people? If they are Homo sapiens like you and I, they've only been here for two hundred thousand years. So they're talking about something that happened that recent, or maybe something like that happened long time ago, and that that story is actually from Homo erectus or someone else who was telling that story, right? Someone who's been here for for millions of years 
to see someone come from 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 light years away like that. The Sirius star system is eight point six miles, eight point six light years away from here, so that's that's pretty far, you know. Somebody that would be traveling from there to here, it, it would take them a while, unless 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 uh, you know the speed of light and all these other things aren't as constant as human beings think they are, which they aren't. But um, you know, I said that story, but really, really, really said that story to say though that um they're out of all of everybody on this planet kind of has amnesia all of the humans moved around and they have amnesia there's some people that still remember what happened here you know those are the people that we need to listen to i couldn't agree more you really opened me up to some things i've kind of heard about in the back many times like the dogon and the the the, the dog star and all those things but you know i've never really dug too deep into so I'm going to go and uh, yeah. meditate on the uh, Homo erectus and the, the long skulls and the, the, all these things we talked about tonight. <laughs> I didn't expect to, you know, it went a lot longer than I expected. So I appreciate your time. I know <laughs> you're over there on a different time zone. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to bed now, but uh, fantastic interview. <laughs> and so anything you want to yes, shout man. out before we uh, close it out? Um, just shout out the mushroom man. Shout out to shout out to you, man, for reaching out. Um, you didn't have to reach out. That was that was dope of you, man. Um, you know, like I said, the psychedelic community is not is is diverse, but you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to see that if you were just looking through YouTube or um, you know, through a recommendation or something of the of the subject. You know, that's the thing. You know, when it comes to certain things, I don't see race. Uh, we, we all vibe on the same frequency of the mushroom. And at that point we're the mushroom. So, um, right. if, if somebody's really truthful and honest and interesting, that's what I resonate and vibe with. I don't care what color you are. So it just so happens that you're a, a black skin, right? You're half Mexican, half black. Yeah. So, I mean, you're, yeah. you're, I get a, I get a double minority, uh, episode here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. We're just a bunch of primates, bro. Nothing, nothing special going that's on. That's just, yep, just a little different colored. We're all. That's why I say we're all the same, just a little bit different on the inside. Yep. So, all right, my friend. Well, it's, oh, go ahead. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Man. Likewise, I, I know I'm going to see more of you uh, in the future, whether it's on the computer screen or in person somehow. Uh, like attracts like. Yep. So. El Memo Blacksicano, that's his at, or at Night of the Blacksican. He's the boss, El Jefe. He's an underground legend. Check him out. Um, one day, maybe in LA, I'll meet up. Maybe he'll come over to Florida and float. Um, something to talk about next to. Something to talk about yeah. next time. So, all right, my friend. Well, you have yeah. a great night. And uh, you guys, sure. thanks for listening. God bless. We love you. Take care. You are enlightened.